Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. This podcast is designed to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and live the life you dream about. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 403. Today's guest is such a ray of sunshine. I'm excited for you to listen to her story. What I want you to know is she really emphasizes that it's never too late to start over. And this is how you can find happiness in life. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Inger Norden. Inger, welcome. Thank you so much, Heather. Lovely to be here. Please give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Oh, I live in Stockholm, Sweden, the capital of Sweden, and I'm an author, speaker, and a coach, mentor. I am a, what should you say, a life and business coach. Well, and I'd love for you to share, kind of like, I feel like your headline or your tagline is, it's never too late to start over. So I'd love for you to get a little background. What does that mean? And where did that come from? That's actually coming from when I retired. I was 65 years old and now I'm 70. So, I mean, I've been working in the corporate world for so long, being a manager, being in sales, being, I did everything. And then when I retired, I realized, is this all there is? I was sitting down and realizing I didn't have anything I had to do. I was in the, in the middle of the fire, so to speak. So I, I realized I had so much more to give. So that's where it's coming from. And what would you say to people? Because I feel like, well, this is what happened to me. Um, even my entire 20s, the decade that I did work in corporate, I was going through life's motions. I felt like a hamster on a wheel, monotony and and even then I had my own wake up, like there's got to be more to life. Yeah. <laughs> and also something you realize when you're working in corporate, you are streamlined, right? You have to be this, you have to be like this to be successful. Yeah. And when you realize this is not you, that you are following something that is not really you, that's what I realized when I retired. I could actually do something completely different. Yes. Well, I, I think the big message here is we don't have to wait until we're 65 or retired oh, no. that it, we could, quote, wake up now. So what message would you share with people that, you know, there is so much more, that we are unlimited, that you can have, be, and do whatever you desire? Make sure you know what you really want. I mean, in the States, you have some, a, a person called Dean Graciosi, and he has something called the seven-level deep why. And if you do that, you will realize. When you come to the seven-level, you will realize something about yourself you didn't know before. 
So I am familiar with that, but for those that have never heard of this, it's more, I'd love for you to explain it, but it's, and a lot of people, I have found this very interesting, don't know what they want in life. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. Again, visit my website, heatherhakes.com. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. You can find this on my website, heatherhakes.com forward slash course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part, everything I teach, you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free discovery call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now back to regular programming. So talk about the seven layers deep. Well, you can explain it if you know about it. (laughs) We can explain together. So I think for me at a very high level overview, it's, it's kind of like asking yourself why, but seven layers deep because surface level, you think that, you know, maybe you want to start a business, why, um, time and financial freedom. But then if you really go deep and down, it's like, no, this is my passion. This is my purpose. I want to help and serve others. And, but it Mm. takes the seven layers of really digging deep. Or, you know, I want to be in a relationship. Well, why? Well, uh, I want companionship. But if you really dig deep, you want that love and connection. Yeah, yeah. And also Dean Graciosa said that he had, uh, he thought his why was clear. And then it showed up in the end. He wanted his mom and dad to be happy. Mm. That was his real why, why he did things. So So is that kind of... It's kind of finding out what you really want is a way of kind of traveling or having a journey where you go through all your, why you want things and why you don't want things. In my book, I've written about a a diagram, if you like, where you have an axis with time and there you put in jobs you've had, what you've done. And then you have the other axis is about if you were happy, thriving, etc., and if you then map in what you've done through life, you will realize where were you really happy with what you did. And it could be, I mean, you, you might be a big manager somewhere, but you're not happy. So go back to your happiness where you really feel you are you. So is this a process you took yourself on? Uh, yeah, in a way. Yeah. And what did Just you realize? Jump, but yeah, I, I actually jump into things. <laughs> but I mean, I, I actually went through a training by Success Resources called the Millionaire Mind Intensive. It was a three-day training, full days. And it talked a lot about mindset. And it talked a lot about that you need to be connected with your mind and your heart. And also that you need, if you want to 
start a business, you need to have personal development at the same time as business development. Yeah. And that actually made me sign up for something called Quantum Leap, which was five different courses. And I sold my car to do it. And during those years I went through those courses, I realized, well, I'm bigger than I think I am. Because people turned to me and said, oh, you're such an inspiration that you can do this at your age. It doesn't have to do with age. It has to do with just do it. Just get to know yourself. Well, and I'm curious from your um, millionaire mind intensive training, they talked a lot about mm-hmm. mindset. And so mm-hmm. something that I teach is the 80-20 rule that any success in life comes from 80% psychology or mental and only 20% strategy. But most people, most people flip that and they go all in on strategy or the how to, but they don't do the mindset piece. And if you don't realize your subconscious limiting beliefs or your self-doubt or your sabotaging behaviors, it doesn't matter how much force and effort you put into something you don't have the belief to back it up. No. Your thoughts are really what is behind everything. Mm. And if you, your mind and your thoughts is not in correspondence to what you want to do, you, you will never do it. It will yeah. never happen. So from learning yeah. these and even like your, the Quantum Leap uh, seminar that you attended, what, what like really ignited or triggered you to decide to show up and, and have this quote second act and step into this inspiring <laughs> leadership role? Well, I had a lot of people coming up to me and say, you're such an inspiration. You need to step up and be seen. And I also had one of some of the trainers come to me and say, why are you never stepping up? I know you have been a manager. I know you have been top up in corporate world. Why are you so invisible? <laughs> and I, I realized I had taken a step back and, re- and just kind of looking at the environment instead of taking part of it. Yeah. So the metaphor I love for that that I've heard before is, you know, stop sitting in the bleachers or in the stands. It's time to get on the field and, And I think what you said is really important that to step up and be seen because how many people are playing small and, and hiding and not confident and ultimately will may live a life of regret. Mm. Yeah. And that's so true because I, I mean, the people you meet in your daily life, you can see if they're happy or not. And if they're not happy, I don't think they are living the life they want. Yeah. So I I focus a lot on on happiness and being happy. And I mean, if if I'm waking up in the middle in the morning and not happy, I can stand in front of the mirror and just starting laughing at myself and see, okay, after a while you start laughing at that silly person laughing at themselves in the mirror, and then you turn happy, right? Yes. Because you can't, you can't avoid turning happy when you laugh for real. Well, and I think that's an important note to be more lighthearted and joy. And if mm-hmm. you can't laugh mm-hmm. at yourself, and I love that because 
more or less, it's like you're breaking your state by being in that funk and not feeling good. You're literally going and facing yourself Mm -hmm. and you're breaking the state by laughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And laughter is contagious. Happiness is contagious, right? So if you go out and meet a person outdoors and you are smiling to them, they will smile back, most of them. And then you are kind of having the circle go around so people will be happy around you. You I know love that. Yeah, there was even a small act I used to do when I worked in corporate. I would literally, because a lot of times corporate environments and people may not feel this as much now if they're still working from home, but corporate environments can feel kind of like dragging you down and and negative energy. So I used to walk down the halls. I was office manager for a large oil and gas company. And I literally, I would, I would just give people high fives. Not Mm. only does it make me feel good, but that connection and that joy. And it's just like, you're, you're breaking the state. And sometimes I would surprise people, but it was that small act of giving a high five that could totally change the energy. And they are seen. Yes. That is what you do when you do that. They are seen. I can take a sample from when I was working in with a big project at IBM. And I was like, uh, gonna look into how to change the roles for the people working in, in the administration. And then the, what I did, I, I took the most negative people and I sat with them through the day and then I said, said uh, what are you doing here? And why are you doing this? And things like this. And I kind of mapped it out. And it turned out that the most negative ones were the most positive ones for this project afterwards. Because they had been heard. Uh, yes. So I think that is really important. Yeah. Being seen and being heard is what kind of counts. So for some not playing small <laughs> for somebody listening and maybe that triggers or really resonates like wow I'm not being seen I'm not being heard but they're used to being that introvert or they don't want to be aggressive or you know make any cause any waves what advice would you give them to step up like be your true self shine your light because if you don't you will diminish yourself and you will feel more and more unhappy where you, with where you are. Mm. It hasn't to, to do anything with being an introvert or being an extrovert. It has to do all with yourself. Mm. And I'm, I was actually another example from when I was working. Um, I had a, a manager that said I was over-delivering. That you were what? Over-delivering. He okay. pointed at me and, and he said, you need to start delivering less. And what happened then? I kind of stopped delivering so much and I felt lousy and he didn't succeed so much because I didn't deliver what he thought I would. So it was like everyone was playing a game, right? And that game didn't go well with the company because if we had kind of stepped up and been the best we could, that would have been good for the company as well. Something I want to ask you that you shared with me is um, 
I asked something about your daily routine or morning rituals Mm -hmm. and you commented uh, about being consistency and your gratitude process. Can you share more about those? Um, I, every morning I start with sitting down by myself in silence and writing a gratitude process. I have, I start with daily goals. And then the second one is, what am I willing to give to others this day? And then the third one is 10 things I'm grateful for. And then I kind of come up with 10 things I'm really grateful for that I can feel in my body. And then I start with the next one is, what do I value other people do for me? And that we forget almost all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And then what am I happy about just now? And just by asking those questions, I really feel happy. Yeah. And the the, the 10 things doesn't have to be any kind of um, extra things. It can be, it's light. I'm sitting in, in my home. I have a home. I have a loving family yeah. or I it's kind of sunshine outdoors and there's a lot of things like that and then in the evening you follow up how well did I accomplish my goal and the goal can be anything like learning more each day that's the goal well enough to accomplish right and then I also follow up what would I what have I done well today and then the last thing is, if I were to be happier, what would that be? So, you know, what this I- is the- oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, this is a process that I've learned from C. Stanford at the Advanced Coaching and Leadership Center, and also Macat, um, that is, uh, he used this and made me really start using it. What I love about what you shared in this daily practice, so not only are you doing something in the morning, your gratitude, so that's raising your vibe because a state of gratitude means like you just feel joy or abundant or whatever it may be, but you're also, you're being extremely mindful and Mm -hmm. introspection. You're checking in with yourself at the end of the day. And I think that's so important. I have to ask, how much time does this take in the morning and the evening? Since I'm writing it down, it takes a bit longer, but it doesn't take long. Yeah. It, I mean, in the evening, it takes 10 minutes, five minutes, yeah. depends what you, how much you want to write. And in the morning, it might take 10, 50. So what I want to offer is people have 10, 15, 20 minutes each day total mm-hmm. to the self-care, to be mindful, introspection. This is forward focus, getting your mind right, the elevated emotions and energy. What happens when you don't do these practices? How does your day go? Not as good. (laughs) Because then I don't set up what I have as a goal that day. I don't, I kind of let the day flow by (laughs) without really, maybe not even taking actions. I mean, it, it, it's so important in life that you have a goal for the day. What are you to do today? And I actually have a, a book as well that I write in. What, yeah. what is 
what is uh, what do I have to do today, this week, or this month? And then what is my not to do list? And I think today when people are at home so much, they have to have a not to do list. Yeah. Well, I think the big message here is when you're not doing it, it's like that's when we go unconscious into autopilot going through life's motions. We're not being conscious, aware, and mindful. So I just, I love that you shared that practice. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Something else that you shared with me, and I think this is such a highlight that uh, I, I feel is very powerful, is that everybody has an inner power and that we create our own reality. Oh, yes. Can I mean, expand. Input, well, yeah, and if you get in touch with your inner power, that's when you are really thriving. How do you do that? What is your experience? For me, it's, a, it's part of the gratitude process, if you like, mm-hmm. to find what you really want and what, is, what are you really grateful for. And gratitude is actually something, if you have your gratitude, you will also see that everything around you will kind of be attracted to you. So I'm actually, I have been running a book study of a really old book, over 100 years old book by Wallace D. Wattles, The Science of Getting Getting Rich. Oh, such a good book. Yeah, I've done a book study on that now. We finished today. And that was talking a lot about that you have to have gratitude, that you have to cooperate, not compete. And a lot of things like that, even if the book is so old, you mm-hmm. can really reflect on it, right? So that is a book. It's a actually, <clears throat> excuse me, a very small book. Mm-hmm. It's one I have on Audible that I can listen to, but I also have it in physical copy because I highlight it. And it mm-hmm. is, it's such a great one to go on. But since you just finished this book study or book club, what are some high level overviews that Wallace teaches? Because you're right. Whether or not I think it's like 110 plus years old, it doesn't matter. Those are fundamental, basic principles we're still using today. Yeah, what you fo- uh, and it's actually based on what your focus on expands. Yeah, if you're yeah. clear about what you want, then focus on that. And also make sure that you provide more values than you take charge. When, I mean, when charging money, right? So provide more value. Don't compete with people. Just make sure that you are creating. And that when you are doing this in the right way, you attract people around you and you do it in a way that people around you will also follow. He's talking a lot about something. I mean, he's talking way back. People on the oil field and things, right? Yeah. And how they are kind of just being there and just doing their job. But if they were gathering together, like they came later, I guess, with the unions and things, then the people on top couldn't kind of push them down. And they got a different word, different life. So there is a lot of things like that in a book, I would say. 
So again, in substance. <laughs> yes. So the, again, for those, I think just read it, experience it, but the science of getting rich. Right. And you can download it. Mm-hmm. It's free for downloading. And we oh, actually nice. had a, a book study guide with it. So oh, we nice. had uh, uh, the guy I was doing this with, he had some questions for each chapter. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, question Inger, you're a 70 years young. What is next yeah. for you? I'm continuing. I love my life. I'm really doing, I, I, I really feel alive now. I just hope I can meet people in person more because I am a connector, if you like. I like to hold people, give them a hug yeah. and really be there. And, and that's also something that I really pl- practice a lot when I kind of meet clients or other people online, being really present. Mm. Because that is something that's so valuable. Yeah. You, you calm your mind if you are present. And you really connect with the person. Yes. So then I have a question for you. What is one mm-hmm. key takeaway you want listeners to get from our conversation? Never too late to start over. I did it at 65. What's your excuse? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'd love to wrap up the interview. So I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Mm-hmm. What is a quote or motto that you live by? Uh, oh gosh, quote or motto. Now you were really... Well, commonly people forget themselves. Remember, you have to take care of you first to be able to serve others. Mm. Yes, I love that. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Um, the one we discussed before. <laughs> I just finished that <laughs> for okay. the second time. I mean, that is a good book to read. And they can read my book, The Power You Square, because that is kind of taking up a lot of the things we have talked about. And I've also been in Tapping to Your Power, uh, where 21 ladies are talking about how they came out with overcoming fear and mm. about their, um, their life story, if you like. Final really sorry. Final question. What advice would you give your younger self? Why are you sitting and waiting for life to happen? Why don't you just make it happen? Mm. 10-4. What a great note to end on. Inger, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.